Welcome, Business Geeks, to the Business Geeks podcast. We're so happy to have you here today on a uh, Thursday here in the States, a Friday morning over there in uh, down under, I was about to say South Australia, in the Southern <laughs> Hemisphere in Australia. Everyone, I am joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Samantha Riley from SamanthaRiley.Global and Jennifer Crawford from Sparent.co. And I, of course, am Super Joe Pardo. Uh, Jennifer, how are you feeling today? You know, uh, we might as well be honest to the audience. We are all feeling some <laughs> chaos and frantic energy. All the entrepreneurs out there, you can relate. We're always juggling a lot of things. And sometimes everything sort of comes to a head at a period of time where you expect to be slow, but then you're slammed with all kinds of things. So for some reason, it's all hit the three of us very similarly in terms of busyness and chaos and a lot going on. So you know, <laughs> it's it's good. I don't know about you guys, but I like being like a little stressed. Like I don't like unhealthy stress, but there's a degree of chaos where I thrive. And I'm mm -hmm. if I can stay there, like that's kind of where I am now anymore. And I might cry, but I'm good. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I agree with the stress bit. I think I'm just I've crept over a little bit into the almost crying today. But, yes, you know, it's Friday here. It might hit you tomorrow, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, Samantha, how, how are you doing this morning? <laughs> I think Jen really summed it up well. All three of us are just like, I feel like we, like, slid into today's episode, like, into home base, just, like, on our butts. But you know what? We are here and I'm excited and we're just going to hang out and have some fun. But yes, Joe, except, except your day's just getting started. So I know, right? Well, you say just getting started, but I've been recording now for four hours. <laughs> it's been wow. a busy morning. <laughs> How are you, Joe? Oh, I am tired. I sent Jen a picture as I drove by the Washington Monument last night at like eleven thirty, I think it was, because I I had to go pick up a minivan. Because, like, the car shortage thing is real, and getting the specific car that you actually want in the specific color that you actually want is tough. And, you know, when we were trying to find what we were looking for as an upgraded version of the minivan we already had from, like, four years ago, three and a half, four years ago, it was like, oh, you can get this and this, but not this, or you can get everything you want. But it's in red and it's not like bright, like cherry red. It's like dark burgundy red. And I'm like, mm -hmm. Dodge, why? But yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. We, or Melissa was going and finding, you know, searching outside of our area because you can only do like 250 mile searches. So she's like, why don't you put like New York in? There's got to be one around Manhattan, right? No. Then we put DC in and that's when we found out that there was one in North Carolina. So uh, six hours each way for me. And I, I could have had it delivered. I could have had it delivered, but it would have cost like $1,000. When I asked them, I said, well, when will I get it? They're like, well, we had to talk to the company. And then, you know, they're, they got to have other cars to go on the flatbed. And I get it. I'm you know efficiency guy. I get it. And I agree. But then I started thinking, like, they're going to sell this car out from under us. Mm. And you know what? I didn't really think about that until I was driving down there thinking about it. And I was like, I'm really glad I'm on my way down there. And then when I get there, I'm talking to the sale, the finance guy. And I was like, you know, I was worried that you guys might like sell this out from under me. And you know what they, you know what he said? He said, Oh, that doesn't happen here. 
But there was this one truck that was really <laughs> nice that somebody special ordered. And you know what? They couldn't find the other key. So they sold it anyway. And then the guy comes walking in looking for his truck that he custom ordered that, <gasps> you know, that was all nice and all specked out just the way he wanted it. And guess what? All they had was a key. Oh, because somebody no. was like, Oh, I can't find the other key. It's okay. We'll just get it to you when we get it. It's no big deal. And sent the guy on his way. So then oh, he had the no. way he said, well, was he local? And they said, yeah, he was. And I was like, well, I would have been really ticked off if I had drove six hours <laughs> to find out that there was not an actual vehicle here when the night before I was FaceTiming with the sales lady. Very nice sales lady, Stacy. If you go to Westgate in Raleigh, North Carolina, deal with Stacy. She's awesome. Do you know but, what I was thinking as you were telling this story, Joe? I just what? have to say, because Jen possibly is having the same thought. Oh, uh, I know. Lucky I know it didn't happen to you, because otherwise, man, that customer service hotline <laughs> would have just been like. <laughs> hey, you got to get something done, right? You got to get something done. You got you to gotta call the right people to make it happen, right? Just like if you got a question, you need to drop it down below or on the side or wherever the chat window bu- bubble thing is. And we will do our best to answer it here today. That's one of the reasons we're here today as the business geek. So yeah, it would have been terrible, but it wasn't. And I'll tell you, the first six hours driving down was not very comfortable. The second six hours driving back, much more comfortable because we went from like cloth seats, which we wanted for kids, to leather seats that were much more accommodating on the lower back and the back end nice. over driving six hours. So well, it sounds like a win. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, I got home at one o'clock in the morning. I'm I'm still kind of exhausted, but we're here. And speaking of being here, what also is here is the ticker is ticking away. Tick 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 <gasps> away. Closing in it. uh on my oh, channel wow. for Five thousand subscribers, which is, I'm like, it's crazy. (laughs) Let's see those seven. I want to see that tick over right in this show. I want to see it tick over. It would be awesome. You just go search up Super Joe Pardo on on YouTube, and you can uh, go and subscribe. But would be pretty awesome. It's kind of overwhelming because it's it's literally coming so quick like oh, 50 no. a day at this point. Oh no, it's going in the wrong direction. It went backwards. Oh, somebody unsubscribed. It's okay. You know, it's okay. You know, YouTube. Well, look, YouTube what they do sometimes like they don't always get it right. Like I've had it where it'll actually jump down like 10, 13 subs all at once. Like oh, in the wow. middle of the day. So it's, I don't think cuz then you go back to like the chart and you see like the day to day because I track it day to day. I know what that day, like what those days look like. Sometimes they readjust because it didn't, you know, it wasn't. Oh, there it goes. It went back it's, up. It's back. There we go. Very exciting. Sometimes it'll go down one or two, but then you'll see you go by an hour, go by or whatever. And you know, what's funny. It's like when you think about like, and I think this is a really good lesson, right? Is when you're not just for, for YouTube, but with analytics in general, right? And the numbers, like sometimes you have to break it down even further than like looking at it as a day. So like one of the things I was like, okay, well, if I got like 50 or even I think at one point I was calculating for like 80 in a day, that's like three an hour. That's not that crazy, right? Oh, it was somebody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you. It's, it's all good. It's all good, man. It's, it's a good joke to play. It, I, I just, you know, I, I earned that, right? 
Probably somebody <laughs> in the room. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, at the end of the day, then that number doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot, right? What means more is the connections with the people. What means more is people coming back and just watching the videos. In fact, somebody that has been watching my videos uh, for a while now, apparently, they didn't even realize that they weren't subscribed. So they went and subscribed. And it's like, the YouTube algorithm, it doesn't matter. Like, they know what you like. They know what you're watching. And they're just going to serve it up anyway. And they know what you're going to click on. Like, they have a pretty good idea. So, you know, it's awesome to see that number go up. But the the returning viewers, uh, I was just checking earlier today, is actually at like 28,000, almost 28,500 returning viewers in a month, which is like that number. That's crazy like, okay, numbers. We fill the stadium. I mean... Not one of your stadiums down there with the Australian Football League, because that had those whole what like a hundred. Well, MCG, 000? I think, is fifty thousand, or is it a hundred thousand? Uh, maybe a hundred. I think AFL? MCG is a hundred thousand. I think. Yeah, those stadiums are like two and a half sizes, two and a half football fields big. Like they're huge. Well, you could fill a small stadium, Super Joe Pardo. I don't Hooray. know what, when you're going to be uh, throwing that out there, but. Well, I told you we're we're going on tour. This is this is happening. Like it just, okay. you know, we got to wait for the virus, uh, or the, oh, I'm sorry, the illness. Mm-hmm. Don't demonetize <laughs> the illness and and all that to blow by and travel restrictions to lift and and to not be a a question mark going into the future. And we will be going on tour. It's well, it's, I can't come it's, see it's you happening. guys. You have shut the border to Australians for the first time. We're so rude. Wow, I know, right? <laughs> I was right. There we go. 100,000. 100, 100, yeah. Yeah. Well, our I, biggest football stadiums hold 100,000. Like That is our get, biggest uh, one. American football. But but yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Thank you, Lorraine, for filling us in. So yeah, so we'll see if it, you know, we'll be tracking it throughout the time. But you know, look, progress is progress. And, it, and, and that literally, like, it's all about following the, the analytics and the numbers, right? That's literally what the process that I went through was doing a little bit, testing, making changes, testing, making changes, testing, and just see, you know, watch the results. Well, I will be very excited to see that 5,000. It has to. It has to go in the next hour to 5,000 so that we can (laughs) celebrate with you. I mean, mean, I could artificially do that. I have like 10 accounts. Yeah, but that doesn't count. I'm not going to artificially do it. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. You don't want to artificially pump your numbers. The other thing that that happened was I I hit 1.5 million views on the channel. And if you discount like the first, I don't know, 10,000 or a couple tens of thousands of views, I pretty much hit that in less than a year because I really started taking it serious in March of last year. So from March to March, I'm, I mean, at the rate we're going, it may very well could be at 2 million before the one year mark. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Insane. Well done. Super Joe. Well, thank you. Thank you. So anyway, yeah, the other topics that we had today, other than if you have any questions, please feel free. I forgot to pull this back up. Drop them in the chat is the what was it? The you want to go with the seven types of rest that every person needs. Sam, you uh, you drop this in here. No, no, it was was in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was me. And I don't know, hopefully you, everyone can appreciate that this does very much connect to business. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, burning the candle at both ends. And they think that if they get a good, hey, I thought this, if you get a good night's sleep, you get your eight hours of shut eye in, you're good to go. And this article from 
ideas.ted. This article is based on a TED talk by this doctor, and she is educating people on the various types of rest. And there are actually seven seven different kinds of rest. And when I read through this article, it really made so much sense to me. It was both enlightening, but also instantly like, yes, this is absolutely true. Creative rest, sensory rest, mental rest, physical rest, social rest. We sort of need all of these different types of rest in order to, you know, be fully functioning human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I just loved how she broke it down because now I can be more cognizant of like why I might be run down or why I might not be feeling 100%. Even if I get enough sleep, there are times where like, oh, yeah, I've been staring at a screen for, you know, either a phone screen or a a monitor for 12 hours. Like, I may have gotten enough sleep, but that is depleting a different type of energy. So anyway, I just thought it was applicable to everybody, but business owners for sure. I love this so much. And it was really interesting for me to see that creative rest because just last year, one of the coaches that I work with and I work with her for health and wellness, one of the sessions that we did was actually drawing mandalas. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before, but it's a picture that, you know, you can use. I use pencils and it's in like a circle and you just kind of draw in it without really thinking. We did an hour session and I kid you not, It was all about every time you get into your logical head, just like let go, let go of the thoughts and like just draw and whatever comes out is right. I felt so amazing after it. I went and wrote, I remember I went and wrote a whole heap of like articles that afternoon because my brain had totally switched off for an hour. It was incredible. I'd never done it before and I would never have thought of doing that. So I'm all for the creative rest. I was super surprised. Yeah. Super, super good. It reminds me, you know, back in the day working in uh, the part of truck parts days, right? I would do these like massive projects and like overhaul systems and things of that nature. And then like I would catch myself kind of like I felt lazy, like taking that rest of like trying to like change more, like keep evolving and stuff like that for it might be a couple of weeks. It might be a month. It might be two months, depending on the amount of shock that I introduced to the entirety of the company, you know, it might be three months or more before I would like, okay, what's the next iteration? And, and part of that is letting the data work itself out, right? Like, you, you know, looking at early data is not or data data is not necessarily indicative of like what's actually happening. And like, we see with the illness, right? Like things happen, the roller coaster happens, but you know, there's like weeks in front that you have to be able to predict and look at what you're looking at is data that's from the past. So, it, you know, it doesn't always match up with like, oh, like, oh, we had today's not like we made a change. We already have today's numbers. It's a success. Mission accomplished or it's not. And, you know, especially when you're talking about things that have ebbs and flows and lag times when moving inventories and things like that, like it just it's one of those things. But I felt that where like I felt like, man, I, I feel like I'm not getting like I'm getting my work done, but I'm not getting the next big project like what's the next thing i guess that i was taking that rest that mm. was so needed to, yeah. before taking on the next emotional roller coaster of being told you know this won't work or whatever 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, Jen. I think it's a really awesome article, Jen, and I think we should definitely share the link because this is more important than I think a lot of us realize. Yeah. Yeah. So many of us are burnt out, overworked. I mean, this is also something that's showing up in the general workforce with the great resignation. Like people are tired and exhausted mm. in so mm-hmm. many different ways. So, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You know, that's just the bottom line. And, you know, hustle culture, I think is, you know, well on its way out, but that has for so long encouraged like work and productivity above self-care, above mental health, above family, above everything. And, you know, we were sold a a bill of goods that wasn't great. So, you know, I love articles like this that just are are educating people and bringing to the forefront the, the need for putting other things ahead of work and, you know, sacrificing our overall well-being for work. And I think just the geeks all need to look at this today, the way that we've all come into this episode. <laughs> today, I read this article. Yes, if, if for no one else, for the three of us. <laughs> yeah. oh, so that actually, that actually pitches me right into, so one of the things I got to do while I was driving for 12 hours yesterday was I got to more or less listen to the documentary that Sam had recommended a few weeks back here on the show own the room was it this mm-hmm. it was this year right yeah yeah it was yeah 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 so so i got to mostly i mean it was playing so i was mostly listening to it and it was very it was interesting now i get why it was part of national geographic's lineup because <laughs> it really kind of almost is about the culture of the people where they're coming from in the world and in their relationship with work and the relationship with entrepreneurship and the relationship with Locutus being in the chat. Welcome. Welcome. Evening. And all that. So, I mean, to me, I don't want to spoil it, but no, nah, I won't spoil it. I won't spoil, don't it. But spoil it, was, it. But it was, it was pretty obvious to me, at least out of the gate, like what was going to transpire. So, but okay. yeah. It, so but, you but didn't it like it because journey. of that? <laughs> Look, Definitely do not it. spoil it. Just no, I'm not, not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> no. it. I'm not going to spoil it. But I, no, um, no, no. I thought it was a wonderful story. I think all of them, for the most part, had really good, interesting stories. It was a little hard because some of them spoke Spanish, and like obviously I'm driving, so I can't really like I knew some of the words, but you know when they would speak English, they kind of filled in some of the gaps of the conversation. But I don't know. I guess. I guess I was expecting something that was more focused in the business side of it, even though it's National Geographic and they were focused more on the culture of the people from which they came and the families and the, the stories and, and and all that. So it just wasn't. Oh, I you know, loved it. Absolutely loved it. No spoilers are boring. <laughs> no, 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 no. But but it'll make it it'll make it boring to watch. It'll make it more boring, less interesting to watch because there's no stakes at that point, right? And mm. that's that was the whole thing. But it did make me wonder when they filmed it. Like, I wonder if they followed some of these other students, and then they just didn't like they cut them out. Or they I just had like exactly the same thought. They must have. They must have followed like a raft of people so that they could cut it down to those people because otherwise they wouldn't have been able to put it together the way that they did. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I figured that, that they probably. But then why? You know, because so, not all. I mean, that's not really spoiled. Not all of them make it to the end, right? As part of the company. But that's real life. Right. And, well, that's real life, too. So that makes me wonder, like, was that planned? And then they cut people's stories out. I mean, having 51 because it's 51 students that make it to the finals, which I didn't even know Macau was a thing. Like, I've heard the word before, but I never knew that it was like the Vegas of China. So that was kind of cool. I mean, it really l- literally looks like it <laughs> looks like Vegas. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's funny because Vegas has all the knockoffs of other worldly cool things, world wonders or whatever. And then China's the, the knockoff of that. But no, it was cool. It's definitely it's definitely worth watching. It's only an hour and a half or so. So it's not like super drawn out or anything. And it's a very interesting look. I think it's what I liked look. about it is not it's good. not just the numbers. Like, you know, I know that you're very invested in Shark Tank. It's lots of numbers. It's lots of deals. I really loved it because this is the people behind it. It was their stories. It was their culture. And there is a whole... Like, as business owners, we've got these crazy lives that happen behind us. And, you know, for me, seeing who was it, the person from Nepal who mm-hmm. had the party business and just yes. looking and going, wow, that would not fly like that in Australia because we're a first world country. So, and just seeing I honestly the didn't change that, that they're making at all. Like, I, again, I was mostly. <laughs> driving so i wasn't like watching intently at every every scene i glanced over what certain things were happening but like but see the reason that you probably don't understand it is because it's specific for that culture so i know a lot of nepalese people and they Mm. there are a lot of nepalese in australia that are separated from their family so to see that part of the story it gave me so much more connection to what they're actually going through yeah i just i thought it was beautiful no, that is awesome. And I thought that part was really neat. Like, I, again, I, when I travel, it's more about the people than it is about the sightseeing and the cool vistas or whatever. But like, I don't know. I just didn't, I guess, cause I was just ex- hoping for something different. And, and then a couple of the businesses I didn't quite understand. Again, wasn't able to read all the subtitles or anything like mm. that. So, so there was some disconnect there on my part, especially like the Kenyan Henry. With his business, like, was that like a, he said it was like an Airbnb. It was like an Airbnb for university students. Right. That part caught my attention, but I didn't understand, like, just as long as you're going to school, like, you can. Yeah. So how that's, yeah, it started because he went to university and went to the city and couldn't find anywhere to live. And he had nowhere to live for the first week of uni. So he realized that. There was, I think it was like two thirds of people in that country that go to uni have nowhere to live. So that's mm. a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. I really, really loved it. No, I I'll love, it. I'll love it for both of us. You can't, I, I didn't hate it. I, I'm, not, I'm not hating it. I just, you know, I, I, again, I was watching. I, I didn't do my part as far as being able to like really dial in and watch it. So. Well, I'm glad that you didn't watch it because otherwise you may not be yeah. here with us right now. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, look, you just says that they, I love that. I love uh, Las Vegas. I go most years. China has created huge towns based on European cities. And uh, Jorge joins us saying hello, super folks, and congrats on the new vehicle. Stut, thank you very much. Studying now and watching. Thanks. For all you do. You are so Hi, Jorge. Welcome, Jorge. Wow, uh, so glad you're here. Yeah, uh, Locutus says, where I live in England, we have uh, many Napoli- Nepalese. 
Napoli. Nepalese. Nepalese. I'm sure many of them are descendants of the Gur. Gurkhas. I'm the Gur- wrong person to be reading this. Fill in the blank. Gurkhas. Gurkhas. They are great people. Gurkhas. Huge respect to them and the Gurkhas. Uh-huh. Awesome. 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 That was something I wanted to, to fill in with. And I, we do have to cut today's episode a little short. And I want to apologize. I was supposed to do a live stream today with Eddie Garrison. We're going to have to reschedule. He had an emergency. Literally, like, I don't know, 20 minutes before we were supposed to go on air. So, which is absolutely fine. I don't know what happened. So hopefully he's fine. But we'll, uh, we will reschedule that on my channel at least. There was a quick question and I will just do the abbreviated version because I want to get both of your input on this, especially since we all use Facebook, but we are all of at least some kind of certain age generation or so. This comment came through on. I think it was like, so it was after, it was on one of my reaction videos. I, at the end of the reaction videos, I always go and check out their website. I check out the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, whatever they link to from their site. Usually I don't go and like search out their TikTok if they don't link it from their site specifically because you should have it linked on your site if you want people to be able to easily find it. So this says Facebook is for old people. Guilty. Instagram is fading. You cannot judge a person's engagement on Facebook. Facebook is so saturated with perceived importance, and it's absolutely a laughable joke to require Facebook to get exposure. Facebook had its day. They try and meta whatever, but kids are not going there. Facebook will fade, but the boomers and Gen X of boomers. I'm Gen X, and my business is successful, but I deleted Facebook and hardly, if ever, use social media anymore. It's ironic. YouTube is a social media platform, just of different, was it a cow of a different color or a horse of a different color? It's a toxic, worthless space, and it's easy to be someone you are not on social media. And I think the masses are starting to realize that they have wasted their time believing investing in Facebook ads and all the garbage they push is absolutely the worst ROI and waste of time ever. Any thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not going to comment on the part you want me to comment on, but no, I, I don't. Well, the first sentence there's I a have lot, a there's problem, a lot there. There's a lot to unpack, but the first sentence I have a problem with, like Facebook is for old people. Like, wake up! Like, old people have money. Old people are not irrelevant. Old people um, have a say, have purchase power have value to contribute to society. I am so sick of people saying, oh, when you reach a certain age, like you don't count. Like we don't ca- we don't care about oh. what you buy. We don't care about how you live. We don't care about your demographic. It is so infuriating. Um, mm-hmm. I understand wanting to reach the next generation that obviously for marketing purposes is important, but how dare you discount older people and act like they're disposable and irrelevant. We've seen it with the illness, people not caring because it only affects people in their 60s and over as if it's okay that, you know, all these people died just because they're, you know, past the prime, which I argue with as well. So anyway, I don't want to rant too much, but that I stopped at that sentence and just saw red and I don't really care about the rest. Uh, You know what, Jen? (laughs) I totally agree. I totally agree. I know we do agree. I mean, we agree a lot. We agree a lot, but yeah, no, same thing. I'm like, what? Just because it's for old people means it doesn't matter? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I do agree. The younger generation aren't interacting on it like they used to. I know that for a fact, but 
So there's plenty of social media platforms. And like you said, Joe, our lovely commenter is commenting on a social media platform. Yeah. You know, my 80-year-old relatives, my mother, you know what they do because they're retired? They're online and they're shopping all the time. They're buying crap every single day (laughs) and they've got time. So, you know, they're learning about products on Facebook and, you know, other places as well. So whatever, don't go on Facebook, delete it. But I don't think it's a good idea Mm -hmm. at this point. I agree. I think it's a, a bitch for side. Now, the meta thing, the whole metaverse thing, I'm not sold on it. I don't. To me, it's like the equivalent of a domain name and like, oh, you need to buy your space. And it's like Facebook is like trying to basically become the next Comcast, right? Where it's like they're owning the gateway to the Internet. Now, while they're not going to own the bandwidth, they'll own the servers and that kind of muddies the water for a lot of people but the internet is the internet for a reason and it's open it's enabled people from all over the planet to i mean how many there used to be a statistic like every for every like million people that get access to the internet it creates like so many millionaires just as an an effect like just because they have people have access to information because people have access to opportunities that weren't there before and I forget. It's it's been a while since I've heard that statement, so I don't know if it's still as relevant. But I mean, I don't know that everybody's on on the planet is on there anyway. I mean, Facebook. I mean, last time I heard they had like what two billion users, something something like that. It's like seven and a half billion, almost eight billion billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and it's we... still one of the platforms where people show up as themselves as opposed to like an anonymous username. Supposed so to. I feel like what? what supposed you say? to. They're supposed, supposed to. But I mean, I still think for the most part, you know, people are showing up as themselves as opposed mm-hmm. to other platforms, you know, TikTok, Instagram. You don't have to have like your your real name. People, you know, show up as any sort of iterations of not themselves. So I still think that that works in their favor in a lot of ways in the marketing, you know, Well, I was going to say it's the second most, no, third most used website in the world, I think up there with Google and YouTube. So sure, you've got some people leaving, but still leaves a real lot of people there. (laughs) It does, right? And I think there's probably some old adage or uh, old saying that says like, ye who starts young ends old. (laughs) Like those young people Mm -hmm. are going to become old at some point. And they're going to get, you know, mortgages, maybe kids, well, maybe mortgages if they're lucky at this point. Yeah, exactly. Kids if they're lucky and want it, you know, all these things, right? There's all these things that like adulting eventually takes over. And, you know, look, the amount of money that's about to transfer in the next 20 years from like the boomer to the Gen X and the Gen X to the millennial is huge. And I don't think... Look, marketing isn't all about direct sales, right? Like I see an ad, I click on an ad, I buy the thing, right? I mean, I look at Facebook ads like all day long because intentionally reading them and studying them and just Mm -hmm. see what and reading the comments of what people have to say about Mm -hmm. them. It's just something I do. So I don't think Facebook's going to like fade away. I think they've done a pretty look. They've done a bad job of a lot of things. They're not perfect and I don't love them, but I think that they've done enough to like be able to get by to that next level of like, you know, the next generation eventually saying, yeah, we, we're going to have a Facebook too. It's kind of like LinkedIn, right? Like nobody's predicting LinkedIn's going to be gone tomorrow because how many young people have a, a LinkedIn profile or do, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know the statistic on that. 
I'm sure they're not there like well, TikTok. not many. I wouldn't have thought, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like it's not going to be to that level that that TikTok brings to the table for sure, or maybe even Instagram. If one of them was to go, I think Instagram's the one that's going to end up fading. I agree. Before Facebook. Does. I agree too. Yeah, I'm yeah. spending less yeah. and less time there for yeah. sure. And the exciting thing about TikTok, and I know we, you know, you guys know I love TikTok now, is that it is age agnostic. I mean, it's thought mm-hmm. of as a younger platform, but you know what TikTok loves? People of all ages. Like you're 80 years old, you will get a following on that app. There are plenty of people that you would consider elderly that have huge followings on TikTok. It is mm-hmm. a place where you can find your people and people celebrate kind of quirky weirdness and people being their authentic selves. So it's a little bit, you know, it's kind of breaking the mold in terms of like trying to define what generation is drawn to it it's kind of cross-generational at this point i agree it's the first social media platform where i've seen people of any age getting a following Mm -hmm. i can't believe how many people that are in their even 80s have got huge followings on tiktok it's incredible we were just talking about this in in my mastermind yesterday about one of the videos that uh maxwell ivy but i think you both of you are familiar with that Mm -hmm. max He's uh, one of his songs was used by one of his friends or something like that used one of his songs in a TikTok video and it got a thousand views and he was like blown away because he's like, well, I put that song on YouTube and, it, and, you know, it took a year and it got 200 views. It's like, well, yeah, but like uh, to me, that would kind of almost be like equivalent, <laughs> you know, to 200 views, but in a shorter period of time. And it's still 2000 eyeballs that are hitting even just a few seconds of that video right so you know the expansiveness of what tiktok is capable of because it's trained people to go so much quicker and i think to go to the point of instagram not necessarily making you know making it the long haul i think there's a there's probably a lesson there of like once you start copying everybody else you know it doesn't bode well for for what you have to bring especially when you're like the fashion like you're not the non-essential one like i would consider facebook somewhat essential yeah not everyone's going to be on facebook but a lot of people are and i would say it's like the Mm -hmm. de facto social media when you talk about social media it basically it starts with facebook i would argue that twitter i mean for the most part has been on the decline too and i I don't have any stats to produce that but like when where it's interesting there's actually a lot of people in my world that twitter has taken off again so yeah you know what there's thousands millions billions of people on these platforms and we only need to know less than one percent of them so it's irrelevant on all of them it's actually irrelevant well it's probably better for it to go more niche right like and i know that twitter has like i mean there's been people that like since like day one have done you know hashtag like chatting wednesday or something like or or business wednesday and it's just like people are just connecting through hashtags in almost like as if they're in a chat room you know so that's what i i don't get when people think like oh well you know facebook's going to die i mean look facebook wanted to they could just buy up other companies like and they buy probably i bet you they buy like 30 plus companies a year you just don't hear about it yeah Mm. well and facebook has more more of our assets right than a typical platform like you know 
some of us have been documenting our lives through Facebook since what, like 2008, 2009. Pictures, you've got history. It's basically a personal diary. And I personally would hate to lose that record completely, you know, where, you know, Twitter, Instagram, you don't have that much of a documentation on the platform. So I feel like it's easier to walk away from those platforms than it is a platform like Facebook, which is much more, much, much stickier. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Well, that pretty much wraps up our show here. Yeah. We didn't cross the 5,000 mark, unfortunately, yeah. For, yeah. for subscribers. It's still, a, uh, I don't remember. What, what was it at? Was it? Was it was 4993. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's getting there. It's, it's going to inch itself over the finish line for sure. Marcel, I don't know how to read any of that. So I, I <laughs> all I all I know is dot 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 ice cream. I can read, uh, you know, that I get. <laughs> I, I can read emojis. <laughs> okay, wow. Y'all should just say blank, uh, whatever, uh, or yeah. else I'm at beep beep beep. beep. <laughs> well, well, we don't uh, want you to leave, but if you must, we we understand, and we're leaving. No, respect. No. We can all leave together. Marcel's saying to, for us not to leave. Let's go. You said it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess he wanted you to say let's go. Let like, oh let's go. Oh. That's how you pronounce. Oh, is that, wow. That that's what that says. I find that hard to believe. I, I don't know. Oh, let's go okay well we 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 do uh, we do unfortunately have to go. Sam has some special things going on today, and I actually have to go to a store that's like an hour away. So hooray for that. Oh, uh, wow. You're just going to be driving your whole life. <laughs> the kids are excited, though. They want to go on the minivan. <laughs> uh-huh. Good for them. Good, yes, good for them. Well, if you've enjoyed this episode, it's been uh, brought to you by our good friends over at yourpodcastconcierge.com. Go check out Leon. If you don't want to have to do any of your podcast editing and getting it published and doing yeah. all the hard, heavy lifting other than just showing up to what you're best at, which is hosting a show, right? So if you want to do that, go over to your podcast, concierge.com, chat with Leon. He's great. And thank you, everybody, for watching. Appreciate you, Marcel, Locutus, who else? Uh, Jorge and Lorraine and FSY and Tim. And Good Tim. to see you, Tim. I was texting Tim <laughs> last night when I was driving by for... Uh, we're the place that he lives. <laughs> ah, it, you were texting everyone last night. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm driving by, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it's actually funny. I, I mean, I know I have a lot of friends that live up and down the East Coast, but like when I was driving by, I'm like, man, I, I like, I know somebody in this town and 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 this town. And, That's cool. Uh, yeah, okay. it was getting kind of like <laughs> text people, but you know, I didn't want to. I texted you anyway, Jen. Sorry. I know. I was asleep. <laughs> you should know that by now. But uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I kind of figured yet. it, but, you know, it's it's okay. But you know what so I figure? That you should join us next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Friday, uh, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, right? Got it? Got it. <laughs> Here on the Business Geeks podcast. For Sam and Jen, I'm Super Joe Pardo. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.